You are listening to You Were Made for This, the podcast to help transform your relationships into the best they can be. Welcome to You Were Made for This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Hey, thank you, Carol, and hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 88. Today, we examine in depth that odd expression of, thank you for asking. (laughs) In last week's episode, I talked about making a New Year's resolution of interacting with people in such a way that they will send you a thank you note in writing. That's going to take some effort on your part because people rarely send thank you notes anymore. So for you to receive one, it will mean you've done something so meaningful for someone, they can't help but express their appreciation in writing. That's a tall order, but it's still a worthy goal. As I said last week, it will bring out the best in us when we make it our goal for people to appreciate in writing what we've done for them. Today, however, I want to give you a related relationship goal that's a bit easier. It's a listening goal that will be a quick win for you. The goal is to get people to say to you, thank you for asking. Listen in while I explain. The expression, thank you for asking, is such an odd statement. Why are we prompted to thank someone for just asking us a question? Well, the answer is because it's uncommon. Most people are usually telling, not asking. And when they do ask, it's for news or something to benefit them, not for any intrinsic purpose to simply to get to know you as a person. In a 90-minute listening talk I gave at a missions conference uh, early last year, I gave this challenge at the end of the workshop. I said to the, to the group in, in the workshop, make it your goal to get people to say, Thank you for asking. Now, I didn't mean to elicit this response from the clerk at the gas station or the teller at your bank who greets you with, Hi, how are you today? And then you say, Fine. And then you ask the clerk or teller how they're doing. And they respond back with, Fine, thank you for asking. That's just a polite courtesy with not much meaning behind it. By the way, I may have said it before, but you know what fine means, don't you? Hey, Carol, do you know what fine means? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Carol's got it. Fine is an acronym for feelings inside, not expressed. F-I-N-E. Feelings inside, not expressed. Well, so how do you do this? How, How do you ask someone a question that causes that person to respond with, thank you for asking. Well, you use what I call the ORA principle, the AURA principle. And AURA stands for observing, O, followed by remembering, R, and then asking, A. So let's talk about observing for a minute. Observing is paying attention to what people say and also what they don't say. Notice their body language. What do their eyes tell you? 
Notice the lip that starts to quiver, the knees that shake, the smile that comes across their face. Pretend you're a reporter or detective and make a mental note of as many details as possible. Notice any incongruities between their words and their actions. What do you think they are feeling? People watch. Speculate about them. What are they happy about? What are they sad about? What do you think they might be worried about? Look for the emotion. It's really how we connect with one another. A while back, I came up with a game with my two grandsons. We were out for breakfast. They're, uh, I think they were 17 at the time. And we went to their favorite pancake house. And while we were waiting uh, to get a table, to get a booth, I asked them to imagine what the people were like in a booth just in front of us. And they came up with all kinds of interesting details about this person. They just let their imagination run wild. Now, it was all based on fantasy, nothing on reality, except that they picked up on a few cues. They used their imagination. Another time, we were sitting in Chick-fil-A inside the restaurant near the the drive-through lane. And as cars would come by, I, I would ask them, who's that person in that car, driving that car? What are they like? And their level of curiosity just rose to the occasion. And it was always something funny, something, something humorous. But they were trying to be observant and to use their curiosity muscles. Well, we can use those same curiosity muscles ourselves, not to make up a story, not, not for fantasy purposes, but really to speculate about what is really going on with people. The main lesson is to, above all, be curious about people. Use what they tell you in their verbal and nonverbal expressions to give you an idea of what they're like. Well, that's the observing portion of the Aura Principle, O-R-A. We then come to R, remembering. Observing is about the present. Remembering is about the past, about prior observations. The observations we make, we should really try to file in our memory bank. And then in meeting a friend or someone else, we can ask ourselves, hmm, what did we talk about the last time we met? What were they concerned about? What was on their mind then? And we can recreate a picture of our interaction with them from a while ago. What decision were they facing? What had time sensitivity to our last chat? And finally, praying for people is another way to help us remember what to ask our friends and other people, what to ask them about when we interact with them. And then finally, we have A, asking. Ask something about the other person. Don't ask something that benefits you. Ask something about them. Remind the person of your last or prior conversation and pick up where you left off. But always be tentative. You can always be corrected. Don't come across as knowing it all. Picture yourself in their shoes. Another part of this asking principle is something that I discovered at this uh, workshop that I put on for this missions group earlier last year. 
I ask the question, why is it that we don't ask people questions? And a response that I often get, I think in every workshop I've ever, I've ever given on this topic, which I love to talk about, people will say something along the lines of, well, if they really wanted me to know, they would tell me. I don't really need to ask. I don't want to be nosy. If I ask questions, people will think I'm being nosy. If they wanted me to know, they'd tell me. That is really a great myth and actually a cop-out. It's a cop-out because it, uh, it's a cop-out because it doesn't require anything of us. I don't know about you, but oftentimes I don't tell people things because I'm not really sure they care. I'm not really sure they're interested. But when someone takes the time and effort and takes a risk in asking me uh, about something, well, that, that's a great indication that they're, that they're a caring person and, and that they really are interested. And I'm more than happy to share just about anything. But when we ask those questions, we need to be sensitive to time and place. You know, maybe there's no privacy. Well, that's not a good time to ask you know, personal questions. Uh, maybe there's not enough time uh, to ask either. Better to wait another time when there is time to discuss something important. The result of practicing the aura principle, observing, remembering, and asking, is this. People will feel cared about that someone would notice and remember certainly something from the past, but also something from the here and now. I'll give you an example. Recently, I shared with a few people an unfortunate situation affecting someone from our extended family. It's a very troubling situation for this person and our family. And because Janet and I are close to this person, it troubled us too as well, very, very deeply. It even kept me up at night. It was so bothersome. We told a few people about it, two in particular, one in person, and one in a phone call. A week or so after we told what was going on, both people followed up with me. One called because they observed, even in a phone call, how bothered I was. They could easily picture themselves in my situation. They remembered my situation even after some time had passed. And they asked how I was doing and how our extended family member was coping with things as well. And then several weeks later, they called again, still remembering what I had shared, asking about how all of us were doing. And the other person did essentially the same thing, but by text. In both cases, I felt cared for because these two friends observed, remembered, and asked. Well, if you forget everything else, here's the one thing that I hope you remember from today's episode. Make it your goal to become a better observer of people, remembering what you see and what others tell you about themselves. Make this the basis for inquiring about their lives. They will thank you for it. Well, here are a few ideas for how we can actually implement this. The aura principle is really based on the premise that you actually care, first of all. If you don't really care, it will really come across as manipulation. You have to want to. 
you really have to be sincere about this. To not observe, to not remember, or failing to ask is a real relationship killer. It just communicates you don't care. When in reality, there may be times when you do care. But if you don't observe and you don't remember and you don't ask, the logical conclusion is that you don't care. Observing, remembering, asking is a skill. And like any skill, it takes repetition and practice. You can practice by watching a movie or TV show and pay attention to the actors using the things we talked about in observing. What are the actors feeling? What might be going on just below the surface of their life? And if you could ask them a question that would cause them to reply, thank you for asking, what would you ask? As always, another thing you could do is to let me and your fellow listeners know what resonated with you about today's episode. The easiest way is to put your thoughts in an email and send them to me, john at caringforothers.org, or you can share your thoughts in the leave a reply box at the bottom of the show notes. Another thing you could do to help get the word out about this podcast is to leave a review in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, in closing, I hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show to both reflect and to act so that you will find the joy that God intends for you through your relationships. Because after all, you were made for this. Well, that's all for today. See you next week. And keep observing, remembering, and asking. Goodbye for now. <laughs>